How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Well, you're watching the game last night. Yeah, so I'm watching the game. First off, I, I hate, and, and again, I'm a season ticket holder, so I go to a lot of games. Yeah, You weren't there uh, last night, though, were you? No, we didn't go last night. Okay. Uh, sold our tickets. Did you go to the Donovan Mitchell game? No, that was Sunday. Um, and that was uh, coming down from you get a football day on Sunday. Yeah, I get it. That was not going to be a good. You situation. had the party Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Who do you have at your party? By the way, your brother come out to that or no? No, just mostly friends. Okay. Um, thanks for the invite. I'm just joking. I'm just you gave me oh, a look okay. there. I'm just. I, I'm literally oh, just thought, joking. Yeah. I'm not serious you made about me feel that bad at all. For him, no, man. not at all. No, not at all. I was just. I was just joking. It was just kind of a. Uh, whatever. <laughs> now, now you're like taking me down a road to, to try not, and make I'm me not, feel bad. No, about I really this. am not. I'm. I, All it I want to do is make joke. a point about the Cavaliers here. Yeah. For God's sake. Well, I want to talk about your party for a little bit. Oh, get we you, can get talk you in about the, mood, the party. You know? no. get, you, get you set up right. No, we uh, we're it's it's pretty sweet. We we just redid our our back patio, and I the, saw the Instagram of that. That the, looked awesome. The weather was amazing. So. You've been talking about that back patio, getting it set for a yeah, while. Yeah, and it's it's all done. How cool is that? Just out there with like a beer in your hand, hanging out. Fire pit. It was like 55 degrees, and the TVs out there. It's oh, the first day you. Had it, yeah. it was like 13 degrees or I something. I went out there. Of course you did. It's a new toy. Least, you have to. At least for like 20 minutes. Now how does the, how does the TV stay up there? Like I'm not not like stay up there. I know how it stays up there, but I mean like when in the cold temperatures, how does it? How does that all work? Uh, you just don't care. Oh, you just let the TV kind of freeze, basically. Yeah. Okay. I have a sunroom, and yeah, I, I haven't TVs put the TV the, up in the t- sunroom if yet. You want to have? An I was outdoor, worried about that. Listen, even. If you want to have an outdoor TV, this is what I've been told by guys at Best Buy, by the electronic guys that I know. Okay. Is that if you want to have an outdoor TV, there's not really nothing you can do. Um, TVs are pretty cheap these days, so it's going to last you like three years, and it's going to die. It's more than enough. Uh, and then, out of yeah, it. of course it is. Yeah, because the TV was like two hundred bucks. Yeah, the price the prices on TVs it's kind of remarkable. Dude, I just how it's got continued an to go down. Five inch TV for my living room for fourteen hundred bucks. That's insane. That would have been like six grand. I think I bought a seventy. I have a seventy five incher. Yeah. And we bought oh, the that. 80, the 85 is a game changer. Yeah, I mean, 10 inches is 10 inches, Dustin. That's what she said. Phrasing. Phrasing. The 75 incher, uh, <laughs> I can't rebound from that. The 75 incher was like $700? Yeah. $750? Yeah, I think we put like a 55 out, and that TV was like $250. I remember my sister in the college. The last three years, that's a win. My sister in college, and this is, again, 13, 14 years ago, whatever that was. We went to the same school. We both went to Lindenwood together, and she was so proud. She bought, like, a 27-inch TV, right? And it was, like, a, it was one of is those this like a Michael screens. Scott moment? It really the was, though. Like, but it really was. And he gets, brings everybody in. It's on the wall. He's, like, hanging on the wall. take a look. Uh, dinner party. It's great. <laughs> dinner party, one of the best episodes 27 ever. 27-incher. It was, like, I'm not kidding. It was thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars $1,400 when she bought it back then. It's amazing, the TV prices. So anyway, so you had all the people. Yeah, over. and by the way, when it was like one degree outside, that TV turned right on. 
That's awesome. No problem. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, so you're watching the game last yeah. night. Yeah. So uh, watching the game last night, got a couple uh, couple bones on the Cavaliers, and yeah. I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, why do we have to always change the court? And I heard Ken talk about this this morning, and I agree with him, but also my take was a little bit different because I come at it from a former player standpoint, and I'm like, okay, if I'm a player on the Cavaliers, like I look at Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse as my gym, my home gym. Mm-hmm. You know, I played high school hoops. Not trying to compare my high school hoops career to an NBA player, but like I got comfortable with my home gym, the court the rims, the lights, everything like felt, felt good. I played better at home. I just don't know when you change the court like that all the time, does that affect the players at all? So I, I'm going to fall Am back I, like, on out you here on an Island, but like, I, no, I don't that, think you are. I think it's I'm really like, interesting. Okay, you just had one of the best performances of all time by a Cavalier. And then you change the court and they've been dominant at home. Yes. I just think about it from, all right, now I'm going to do this for myself here because I know we all laugh at the fact that I was a scholarship bowler in uh, college, but I basically went to the uh, the Alabama of bowling, so I think I have something to go off of here, right? Okay. Your home your home course matters. My my home house mattered. That, that was a legitimate advantage that you had, and part of the reason why it mattered is because you knew... Your home alley. Your home alley, exactly right, but you knew the approaches. You knew how things were, right? What was the home alley called? I'm not going down that road with you. It changed. It well, changed from time to time. At called? one point, what it was, was called Baroque. What was the nickname? No, at one point, it was called Baroque. I had another one called, I legitimately just called Arena, which makes it seem way more like bigger than it is. It was just called Arena. You know, back before everything, everything turned into like a, a bow arrow or whatever the hell it's called now, where everything is, at least bowling alleys, they just they, they just got owned by one company and they've just gone all across America and have just taken over. It's insane. It costs like $30 to go bowling Didn't now. did the PBA start in Akron? No idea. Okay. That would make sense to me, but no idea. I believe at one point Jeff Phelps has told me that. I have no idea on that knowledge. But, like, it is true, though. Like, the home court advantage is a real thing. You're suggesting, though, because of the design on the court, that it somehow has impacted what the Cavs are able to do. Maybe just mentally a little bit. I don't know. I mean, because didn't it seem like the court was brighter? Like, I don't know. Maybe the lights hit the court a little bit differently. The guys didn't feel as comfortable. I'm just saying, like, why why change it up so much? So I'm going to be honest with you. For I, dollars for the land? I'm, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go back and find, like, video of a court from last night, like the court last night, because I just didn't even pay attention to it. But that doesn't mean it didn't get noticed, and that doesn't mean that it wouldn't affect the players. And I feel like you might be onto something here. I mean, the Cavaliers couldn't hit a bucket. If and again, have, I might be on an island here. No, because I've heard players talk before about different spots that they use in the arena to go ahead and guide whatever they have to for guide. Sure. And using the different checkpoints in the arena for different, you know, for whatever. People even just people had awareness. like some betting. One of the betting apps had like a uh, when the Cavs hit the first three, they get a, a free. Yeah, and they went over for their first fourteen last. Yes, night. and people were like they're not going to hit a three. Yeah, and they we, damn near didn't. That would have been actually really funny. Threes. That would have been really funny. You think the sports books would have just just credited the account? I think they probably would. Our bad. Our bad. Yeah. We meant to give that. We're trying to give you money. Our yeah. bad. We we set a bad line here. All right, two one six five seven eight double nine two. Is Dustin crazy or is he onto something here? I again, I genuinely think you're onto something. Is there an Ohio State example you can use that maybe well, you had get, at some point in your career? No, I mean the one the one example I'd say is is just like when you've got a home field or home court advantage. You just get comfortable with your surroundings. And the one thing 
that I could probably pull from my career is like I remember when we were in Buffalo, you know, one once or twice a year. I think it was twice I played there, but like we played a game at the Rogers Center in Toronto. And that was like considered one of our home games. And it was not a home game. Yeah. I mean, I got dressed in the, the Blue Jays locker room, you know, like it was everything about it felt like a, a road game. That's weird. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is like last night, but I'm, I just, you know, I, I think about these little stupid things when I watch games. And I just wonder if anybody else thought the same thing. Yeah. Like if you're looking at the blue on the court. First off, the blue just doesn't make any sense with the color scheme at all. Oh, I don't know why. It's, it's I don't know why it's done jerseys back in the. I get that, but the jerseys are actually wearing doesn't yeah. add up to it at all. You no, know what were, I mean? They were in the land jerseys, which yeah, is the, I think the, isn't the blue supposed to represent like water from like Lake Erie? It is. I think that's, that, what, it that's is. what it used to be. Like back when they were that's the, weird. You know, like the, like the Metro Parks Terrell and stuff Brandon like that. jerseys. Yeah, I got what you're going for. I just think it's no. Weird. I'm just saying, like they have all the the scenery and stuff as part of the court. Right? <laughs> it's one of the it's just a weird way to I do that. Know. Like the Bulls don't uh, have uh, blue on their court for Lake Michigan. You know what I mean? Like we're the wine and gold, right? We're the wine and gold. Why? What are we doing here? And it's not even like an. And, and by the way, the, su- the Suns were even wearing uniforms that made them look like they were not the Suns. It, well, and it looked like the Suns belonged on that court more than the Cavs belonged Agreed. on that court. Agreed. It's weird. All right, two one six five seven eight double nine two. Rod, I'm next in the fan. Rod, am, am I crazy about this this uh, idea no, that I have? Not, no, not at all. I was at the game last night with a friend of mine, and I brought that same thing up to him. I said, "Why do they keep changing the colors? Not, the floor had no red, or, I mean, a wine or gold. Uh, you know, it had the land was. I guess that was supposed to represent gold, but it had none of the, the, the original colors." original uh, or the traditional colors and, and look I, I get that they plan these things probably like in months in advance to have certain nights for bobbleheads or for jersey giveaways or for right. shirt, shirt giveaways or stuff but like if my dude has 71 points I'd, I'd say hey let's uh let's keep the streak going yeah, yeah. and i'm very yeah. superstitious too which maybe is is a downfall but i don't know yeah. yeah yeah and i say streak or no streak let's keep the, the, the tradition going because like you hear these browns fans they call in and say, oh, we're losing. Let's change the colors. Like, but, I've been to probably half a dozen games this year, and I think there's been three different courts. Yeah, yeah. That's I, too I, much. I know. I watched, I watched plenty of games, too. That was the first game I, I attended this year. But, you saw a good one, at least. At least you got to see a winner. Oh, well, I don't know if yeah. it's a good one, but it's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it was, it was uh, I, I had the same thing because, you know, you see teams like, now it seems like all the NBA teams are doing it. They, they got these city colors, which are fine. I understand promotion nights and everything. But, like, I don't like to see teams, they, they wear uh, white, they wear um, the road jerseys. You don't know what's the road jerseys or home jerseys anymore. They're switching okay. up. It, you know. All right, thank you, Rod. You are. Yeah, thanks, thank you, buddy. Rob. Appreciate you, yeah, man. Thanks, man. No, Dustin, I think you're right. I, and I could see the, I love the psychology of sports. And I love what would impact and not impact a pro. And 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 we go down to such the like, such minuscule measures to try to make sure that they're comfortable, that every they have everything they need, and uh, it's not just like you're rolling the ball out and just going for it. I, I I think you might be onto something here. I mean, like remember when the Cavs won the championship, LeBron and the team were like, yeah, we kind of like the black jerseys, right? And then they just kept rocking them. Like, do that it? might be more of the superstitious type thing. I don't know, uh, but maybe but I it's am, association You too. don't think athletes are superstitious? No, of course. I believe they are. I mean, I was very superstitious. I'm and, only superstitious I'm, about one thing. And I'm not a thing. player that scored 71 points. Just a little stitious. Uh, I am about one thing. What's that? Fortune cookies. I won't open another fortune cookie. 
When I lived in Montana, fortune cookies scare me. When I lived in Montana, I got a fortune cookie that said like um, something along the lines of how like uh, like good things are headed in your direction or whatever. And I was in Montana and doing radio, and it sucked. And the very next day after I opened that, your Montana days. I don't talk about them often. No, Haver. 40,000 people. It's Haver, Montana. It's very tiny. Okay. Um, And I I wasn't there that long because then I got this job in Wichita. And so I moved from, you know, Haver to Wichita. But I opened up this fortune cookie. And the very next day, I got out of Montana. And Montana was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. But I didn't want to be in Montana doing radio. Right? And so I got that gig. And so from there, I I refused to open up another fortune cookie because I feel like it'll erase all the good past. It'll erase all the good vibes that I have from that past fortune cookie. By the way, I was uh, tuned into another Evidently, a uh, little tidbit from last night. Yeah. Disney on Ice is about to start at the arena. Okay. And evidently, they didn't... Typically, they would shave the ice all the way down if they were just playing hockey or something to put the court down. Okay. But because Disney on Ice is about to start, the ice was high, ice level was higher, so the court level is actually higher, too. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, and well, what are they, there were a bunch of Cavs people worried that it was going to be too cold in the arena, evidently, from that. So, so, the court was, so the court was actually like, what, a few inches higher than it typically is? I don't know what the exact measurement is, but evidently it was maybe a little oh, bit Oh, that higher. throws oh, off the sight lines goodness. and everything. Where's my money back, FanDuel? Come I feel on. like I need, I, that's a, I get this bet back, don't I? They, they basically, they, that's they, why they didn't cover the spread. Not even close. No wonder why they shot so horribly. Uh, you got to tweet in between the break. Uh, I got several now because okay, I, I actually retweeted a couple things. Um, we need to remind people conspiracy theories are just sometimes just spoiler alerts. So maybe maybe Dustin's onto something here. Uh, okay, so here we go. This Other from, times are just this off. from EJ. He says changing the floor definitely hurt the Cavs last night. I was watching warm ups, and my first thought was that they were missing a large amount of their warm up shots, and it was going to be a low scoring game. First thought was because of the floor change. So I tweeted out, "Am I crazy for thinking this theory?" And uh, I'm getting a lot of responses. People are kind of agreeing with me. Well, I want to clarify though. I, I don't. It's not that you necessarily thought anything about what like Keith's inside information had to say last segment. It was more about well, that, the idea well, that, that honestly makes more sense than than just changing the floor. The fact that the floor was elevated, which means a you're completely s- different. Height. So, so it, it, a couple things. It means your sight lines are different. So what you're seeing mm-hmm. when you're shooting a free throw, when you're shooting a three pointer, is different. And, and it for, also affects the lighting. And for people that think that like may not matter as no, much, it matters. it matters a ton. Matters think a ton. about think about when college basketball plays in one of those dome arenas that feet like, feature like a hundred thousand seats. Yeah, and they have the, you, the black why, backdrop. That's why like, you bet the under in those games. Always. You always bet the under in those games. I've watched a million sloppy March Madness <clears> games <throat> where they're playing in like uh the Energy Stadium with the black the black uh you know stripe yeah, in there. If they're it's, playing, just, uh, it's just awful. I mean, I that's why I play a lot of Syracuse unders. The carrier dome. Yeah. Exactly right. It's not the carrier dome anymore. Well, it's always going to be the carrier dome for me. It's like when you Same for me, when you uh, change Comiskey Park to being some sort of cell phone company, it's still going to be Comiskey Park. How ironic. Jacobs Field how, is still going to be you know, Jacobs Field. doesn't matter who owns it. How ironic, though, that the carrier dome goes from the carrier dome to the JMA wireless dome. And for this whole time, they've been the carrier dome and didn't have air conditioning. Kind of funny. Right? I mean, That's funny. doesn't carrier do that? That's funny. And uh, now, the, now they I, have air conditioning. And they're not the carrier dome. I'm out on learning new stadium names. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'm out. I'm done. Whatever you were in 1999 is what you're going to be for me moving no, forward. And that's progressive it. Field's caught on. Fine. I still call it the Q. I I like calling it the Field House. You know, when I was doing updates, I called it the Field House, and I thought that one kind of played. I thought that was okay. One of your finest moments. Thank you. It might be. It might be. I got I got the the Dustin Fox endorsement on it, and that was a very rare thing. 
1999. Whatever you are in 1999 is what you're going to be for the rest of your life. To me, when it comes to stadium, I'm not learning all these new names. Every it changes every two years. That's why, like, when you get a sponsorship to to a stadium name, if you're that company, you want to stick with it for like a decade because it'll stick. Yeah, but you got to get over that decade hurdle first. No, I understand that. And then you got to get all the people that still. But wanna... then you, but then you get a cool nickname, like for for example, Philadelphia, Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah, the, it's link. the link. It's cool. So, I mean, I can't believe they changed the queue. Well, that mortgage. was a. I mean, Rocket Mortgage business, stopped being Quicken Loans. Yeah, like that was that would have just made no sense. I know. Even though the but queue it's was still awesome. the queue. The queue was awesome. The queue was awesome. Like the best nickname in sports for a a, a venue, I should say. When we get a dome here in Cleveland, are we going to call it? We're going to call it First Energy. Is that going to carry over? I mean, it's not happening. Depends how much they pay. It's not, you know, we're, we're you do realize dome, if dude. we had a dome, we'd be in conversations. Like right now, Indianapolis is going to get this playoff game if they decide to go neutral site for the AFC title game. Yeah. If we had a dome, that game would be played here in Cleveland. Why you say that? Because we have everything that Indianapolis has, and then some. We're just nah, missing. We're just missing the dome. We're, we're sort of missing quite a bit, bit of things from Indianapolis. Yeah, dude. I mean, Indianapolis is built for. I mean, th- that. That's, what are we missing? Like shrimp cocktail? Like I mean, I'm confused. You, I can you find can, your shrimp you cocktail. You can go anywhere underground in Indianapolis. I need to go underground. For? I'm just saying that this time of year, it's perfect for. That's why they've got a Super Bowl. What do I need to go underground for? Who's going underground? In it's these... cold in no. January. No. You just need the dome. Minnesota had yeah. a Super Bowl. They just have a dome. It's all you need. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Indianapolis is pretty pretty much an awesome city. Uh, let me ask you about, uh, back to the Cavs really quickly. Let me ask yeah. you about Evan Mobley. Mobley had another bad night. Are you worried about him at all? Mm, I'm not worried about him. Uh, mildly concerned? Yeah, I'd say that, that's fair. Did hit the game-winning shot. He did the 14-footer. He didn't hit many shots. Can I tell you that I was nervous when he hit that shot that that he was the guy with the ball in the shot? No, I, I was fine with him taking the shot. I was fine, fine with him I, making the shot. I don't know I, that I was I, fine with him I was the not shot. fine with having a two-point lead with four seconds to go. Yeah. I don't think I, I was thought, fine with I, I the thought shot. this. I mean, dude, Chris Paul was just throwing up anything that was going in last night. I know, but I feel like that's more of an uh, indication of where I'm at right now with Evan Mobley than anything. The fact that I trust Donovan Mitchell in those moments. I wanted Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan Mitchell did have the big shot right before Evan Mobley had the big shot. I trust Donovan in those big moments. I don't trust Evan Mobley right now. Yeah. I just don't. End of games, I don't want him touching the ball. I, especially in a 14-footer. Like, in the recent weeks, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he got bad advice. I'm not entirely sure. He should be progressing way better than he is right now. And at some point, I'm going to start blaming J.B. Bickerstaff or this coaching staff because we never truly blame the player when it comes down to this stuff. But, like, I, I, I need to find out an answer. I, I can make sense of why Darius Garland would take a step back a little bit when uh, you know when you have a guy like Donovan Mitchell come over and you're not going to get as many of not only shot attempts but as many of the the easy baskets so to speak like it's just going life's going to be it's going to be different for you if you're Darius Garland so I understand not having as bloated of stats for him but Mobley isn't playing anywhere close to the level that we thought he would. He need to be. He need to get better in year two. People aren't talking around the NBA like they're scared of Evan Mobley the way they were this offseason when yeah. the best thing about this Cavs team was Evan Mobley. I mean, that's the guy that we're supposed to be building around, right? 
He's going to be the franchise or supposed to be. Well, right now the franchise is we're number 45. Well, and, and so Donovan will have that title for, I would think, the next couple years, but it's supposed to really truly be like 2025, 2024, even the start of that. It's supposed to be like a neck-and-neck neck finish. Like, all right, Donovan might be on the tickets, and he might be the one that is on the poster boards, but Evan Mobley's the one that's going to be on the all-star team. Maybe with Donovan, but Evan Mobley's the one that's going to be in the all-star team. He's going to be the one that the kids buy the jerseys of. Like, he's supposed to be the heir apparent, mm -hmm. and he's not living up to that at all. Now, defensively, he is. Though maybe there's like a feather in his cap there. Defensively, he's still doing a lot of really good stuff. I just get worried about his development offensively, and I, I just worry in year two. I, I don't want to make a massive deal out of it, but Dustin, you watch these games the way I watch these games. I do. I've got no confidence in Evan Mobley late in the game. And, and, and what's sad about Except this— Except for last night. J.B. Bickerstaff has moved off the idea of early on in the year. Early on in the year, it was like, late in games, we'll spread it around. As long as it's one of our big four, we're cool. Right. Now late in these games, again, Evan Mobley did hit the shot last night. That's fine. Right before Donovan Mitchell hit a shot, by the way. But late in these games, it's just going to Donovan. Because Donovan's our best player. Right. And you can't even question that. And what do you do if you're a good NBA team? Late in game, you get the, balls in, in your best, you get the ball in your best player's hand. Easy now. Easy we now. We only play with one ball. I'm almost going to go into a Nick Wilson ad read, but maybe he'll be back tomorrow and he can do his own ad reads. When life gives you balls, play with them. That one, guys. Okay. Someone's got to be held accountable for why Evan Mobley isn't growing the way that I expect Evan Mobley to. Maybe Alan has an answer. Alan's going to tell me to stop complaining about it, and I don't want to hear it. Hello, Alan. How are you? Yeah, I was just going to say, man, we, we got to stop with the Evan Mobley hate. Uh, only thing I need to point to is KG. KG didn't average double digits until his fifth year in the league. Evan Mobley is doing stuff KG never did in his first four years. Never did in his first four years. Look at his stats. That's all I want to say, Peterman. Just ease up. Peterman, with Evan it's Mobley just so disrespectful. When you look at KG. <laughs> look just, at KG's first four years. I can't, That's all I got to say. Just it's, take it. It's just so disrespectful. Yeah, I'll look at year one to year two, Alan. Hold on, Alan, did you go anywhere? No, I'm here. You know where KG went from averaging 10 points a game to 17 points a game from year one to year two? How about those stats, Adam? Listen, this boy needs time. He's doing things. No, that but he your whole like base nothing. was just shot down so quickly, and you had no rebuttal for it. Zero rebuttal. Because your whole case was built on the idea that year one to year two was some sort of massive disappointment for Kevin Garnett, and it's not even close to the case. Look at what happened with KG. You just said it yourself. KG went from averaging 10 points a game. And then year two, 17 points a game. He got massively better from year one to year two. What the hell are you talking about? Sorry, I got defensive because he called me Peterman. Remember when I used to do that all the time? So disrespectful. Did you hate that? Rodney Dangerfield, can't get no respect around here. Uh, you, I think, came from a nice place with it because you just liked Nathan Peterman, and I think your brain got confused. That's all that was. That's all I think that is. Daryl up next on the fan. Hello, Daryl. Hey, guys, just speaking on uh, Evan Mobley, man. You know, the kid needs some weight. I would have liked to see him have more weight on him and muscle than he had uh, last year. I would have liked to see that this year because when I, when I look at him against the big boy, I looked at him standing next to Giannis next to Giannis, man, and he it looked like a man and a boy. Now, of course, he's just now getting in and his body should get You bigger. know, Giannis, Daryl, Giannis was a toothpick when he first entered the league. There's yeah. a reason why he was taken 15th overall. He was like 190 pounds. He was nothing. 
And one of the more impressive guy. one of the more impressive things about Giannis is how he somehow put on like fifty pounds and it was just all muscle. All muscle. It's all muscle. I mean, and like I said, in those two games we played with them, and when you see them side by side, it's a huge difference. I think the kid will be okay, but he's gotta put on weight. They gotta get some meat on that guy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate you, man. All right. Good call. Yeah, get him a protein shake or something. He's almost got like the uh, Tristan McKenzie thing going on there. Sticks. Yeah, he's built like a Twizzler. You're just like, what are we doing here? Evan Mobley, last year, averaged 15 points a game. This year, he's averaging 14.3 points a game. I know you guys will be like, oh, that's so easy. That's so cut and dry. That just is what it is offensively. But to take a step back offensively, I know Donovan Mitchell adds to that equation as well, but to take a step back offensively, I know I know what he can do defensively. Hell, if he never scored a basket, he still might be an all-star based off of what he can do defensively. He's really, really good defensively. But if he's going to be the face of the franchise and he's going to be this all-world player like we all expect him to get to, mm-hmm. you got to do it offensively. Yeah, you got to look better. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.